Hello, welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit, including recovery and other stuff. Today, oh, I'm Dave. I'm Chris. And today we have a guest on the show, an old friend of mine who we're just going to call Vinny. Vinny. Hello. How are you? Great. Vinny. Thanks for having me. It's going to be really hard for me to call him Vinny. <laughs> I knew right? you'd have a problem Vinny the Beard. Vinny the Beard. <laughs> I'm not going to say Vinny the Beard, but I will, I'm good at this and I can say Vinny. And then for an extra added piece of confusion, we have Brad, who is our producer on the speakerphone, who's going to be texting us notes about this episode. Now, you don't need to know that, but if I get distracted and look at a text, it's going to be because Brad doesn't think How are they going to know that you looked at a text? Because I'm going to mention I'm looking at this text from Brad and, and, and whatever. Why don't we start by going over what Vinny said to us what he asked us before we started. Brad says we're doing great. <laughs> okay, good. What'd you say? <laughs> Why don't we start with what Vinny asked us before we, uh, he said. Oh, I said, are we going to smoke weed before we do this? <laughs> no, what he said was, he said, so um, what do you guys do? Do you get high before you start recording the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I met you the first time, you said you were in N.A. and we were smoking weed together. So I thought maybe, like, some people don't consider weed a drug, but I guess... You know, I guess that's something I need to learn. Listen, first of all, weed is a drug. Secondly, I said I was in NA, but then I started smoking weed again. Uh, okay. I was just confused at the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, just to clarify, Dave doesn't smoke weed. No. And we don't smoke weed before Dopey starts. Yeah, they were very clear about that. And I was glad because I hadn't smoked any weed today. And Vinny's not afflicted. We got to say that. Vinny doesn't have the affliction. Do you, Vinny? Yeah, I've never been in, like, recovery or had a... I mean, if I have a dope problem, I'm a functioning weed smoker, I guess. You don't suffer from a hopeless state of mind and body. Well, I think, (laughs) listen, Vinny does not have... Well, he has a hopeless state of mind and body, though. Vinny is a very interesting guy. Vinny, you're a comedian, correct? Correct. Well, yeah, aspiring comedian. Well, you're a comedian. Yeah, I, I don't do anything else. You don't do anything <laughs> else is the point. Why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Well, I mean, I guess I moved uh, to New York in 1998 with this idea that I would become a stand-up comedian. I had just finished grad school in Wisconsin, uh, and I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. I didn't really want to use what I had been studying. What had you been studying? Statistics. Master's degree in statistics. <laughs> That's a, like a sharp turn, you know, statistics <laughs> to stand-up comedy. Yeah. Well, before I went to school for statistics, I'd been writing for a video game magazine. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess, I don't know. I find I, I get bored with what I'm doing every few years and have to do something else. But you were a horrible stoner it's through statistics work, video game writing, you're moving to New York, and this aspi- bless you, and this aspiring stand-up career. Correct. Yeah, I don't, I don't smoke weed before I go on stage, and I'm, like, sober when I write, so, like, as a comedian, I'm a sober comedian. But you but do I smoke still, weed every day. I still smoke weed, maybe not every day, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was every day. It's been a long time since I've gone more than a few days without but it's not like wake up in the morning, smoke weed, and be high all day. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, day's done. Let's smoke a little weed and watch TV. Brad wants to know if it's okay if he drinks a beer. This is the <laughs> least recovery-centric 
dopey in the history of dopey. Yeah, I hope I'm not causing problems. For so anybody. our producer will be drinking beer, and our guest is a stoner. Is a stoner. All right, but that's fine. Neither of them are afflicted, so you know, to each their own. Well, the, the most it, my my first thing that I want to talk about with Vinny is that Vinny managed to make a pile of money uh, in a heartbeat, and then decided he's not working again. Could you talk about this story? It's one of my favorite stories. Uh, well, so, I don't know, I guess I don't know what you mean by that. I have been working <laughs> as a software engineer in the finance industry. Uh, so you know what I mean. There's a yeah, great well, story. Yeah, well, I wanted to get in and make, go in and work for five years and get millions of dollars and then just be done working. Right. And I end up stuck in it for like ten years. I made some money, but not enough to support like a lavish lifestyle. No, but you don't. You barely work now. But I don't. Yeah, like the money I've made basically pays my rent. I work part time in a hardware store for some pocket cash, and then someday I'd love to make money doing comedy. But the fact of the matter is, you, you generally just don't. So you just chill, though. Work a little bit in the hardware store and take it easy. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I know. Well, I should be working a lot harder at comedy. Who's? Yeah, you should be working harder at comedy. Way harder. I thought you were going. Vinny had this amazing apartment uh, on Fifth Avenue, and um, what? What are you pointing <laughs> at? You put the, the phone fuck? on the table, and then Brad texts you, and it buzzes, and then it. Who cares? Up. You vape the whole fucking show. <laughs> You're pointing <laughs> at it. What are you vaping. nervous about? The whole- we can't have vaping and vibrating phones at the same time. Okay. Okay, Chris. Let's see what Brad. And that's just Brad, me. chime in on that. Brad, Brad just wants. To, Brad's just drinking beer. He thinks yeah. we're doing great. He's gone. Uh, Brad's just in the fridge. That's nicotine vaping. Yeah, nicotine. Yes, nicotine. Yes. Wait, yeah. just I just want to clarify, just in case someone got confused. The last time yeah. I saw Vinny, I was at his lavish apartment on Fifth Avenue, and we were ripping bong hits from a three-foot bong, uh, playing video games, mm-hmm. and writing. I'm air quoting that writing. <laughs> we did write. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's, I don't know, stoner writing sessions always end up not very productive. You don't walk away with a lot. You know, that's the most, one of the, an interesting point because when I was a stoner, that was the only time that I wrote. Yeah, and that was clearly like your intent, let's get high and then, and then we'll write. write some stuff. And, then and I'm like, let's get high and I'm like, uh. Dude, and did Dave's you like, it? you're not contributing very much. It's like, no, Chad, I'm <laughs> super high. I just want to sit here and enjoy it. I'm like, tick, tick. I'm like a machine. <laughs> really? like, I maybe I should get back to weed smoking. Oh, I'm more like Vinny, uh, dude. I can't. No, you shouldn't get back to weed smoking. No, I'm just a well, joke. Dude, did mm. you, I don't know if we talked about this on Dopey. I know I've talked about it with you, Dave, but. Um, do you watch uh, Louie at all? Yeah. Like the show? Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay. So he – if you notice, the newest season is half the length. It's half the amount of episodes, right? And I guess it was because he wasn't supposed to do a season on FX, right? And then uh, he got wicked stoned, wrote a bunch of shit. Wicked stoned. And then called the people at FX and was like, I want to do it. And they're like, we already gave your money. Like, you know, we located uh, your money to a different show. Mm-hmm. But like – we can like support you doing a half a season. So he had all the stuff he wrote. He called the guy while he was stoned. And then I guess Louie like woke up the next day and he'd already committed to doing it. And he didn't want to back out. And he looked at what he wrote and it was all garbage. Yeah. He trash. Any he's of like, it. I can't, this is unusable. Yeah. But then he did it. But then he made a shit. Well, I mean, he's Louis CK. He's yeah. Like, he, the guy writes like crazy. He didn't he's like the new season. I love it. Every it episode. It's I can't, amazing. I have trouble keeping him straight. Like what happened during which season. Why do you was say Louis CK and not Louis CK? 
I don't know. His last name is sounds like CK. It's like he's. Oh, so you say it correctly, and I say it incorrect. Could be. I don't. That's probably the first person who told me you got to check out this guy. Time out. You know what he? Time out. Brad. Brad. Brad's gone. He's already gone. He's gone. (laughs) Does he even listen to the show in general? Supposedly, I don't know. (laughs) But um, do you know Louis is Mexican? David. Brad, (laughs) where'd you go? Yeah, I can't. I, I, I couldn't get it off mute for a second. So, uh, tell uh, us, mute. how do you pronounce, what's the correct way to pronounce Louis C.K.? Yeah, I think, I think his last name is like C.K. or something. But, like, you know, nobody knew what to do with it. So, uh, he just made it C.K. Is he related he's, to he's, George he's, he's, T.K.? He's, he's, he's half Mexican. He's Mexican. Yeah, he was like, born in Mexico City. Oh, really? What the I didn't fuck know does that. that have to do with C.K.? It's, it's not a Mexican name. Fact. It's not Louis <laughs> Garcia. He's Louis C.K. <laughs> And what's with the, was there red-headed Mexicans? Yeah, he doesn't seem, you wouldn't look at him I don't, and say, I think well, he's he like Irish, Mexican. but he was just born in Mexico. Yes, I think that's correct. Um, Brad. I think, I, think his, I think his dad is like, uh, you know, a uh, uh, Mexican citizen uh, uh, with, you know, German descent and, and, a, and, a, and a Caucasian mom or something. Dude, the, the upper class Mexicans, they're very white looking. I saw like some like erudite like the one percenters of Mexico. I, I met this girl in college and like she had like a Hispanic accent. She just looked totally white, and she said she was a hundred percent Mexican. Well, there you have it. I guess there's some Mexicans that look white. Mm-hmm. Well, like Spanish people from Spain don't look. They look more European. Yeah, this is the know. dumbest conversation <laughs> <laughs> where they were talking about somebody who's not here. Listen, <laughs> Let's move Spain on. people in Spain. Look Spanish, and the Spanish conquered the fucking indigenous people of Mexico. So people in Mexico look Spanish. Did you know, mm. I'm Black Irish, what does which that mean? means I might have a little bit of Spanish blood in me because the Spanish Armada came to Ireland and they like slept with the woman, but it wasn't like a formal thing. So like, so Spain puts the black into Black Irish. Yes, I think that was the deal. I was probably wrong. If I'm wrong, somebody email me no, and correct it's me. The, uh, it's the Moors, which uh, were black. Maybe, maybe both. The Moors were the Sicilians, I thought. The Moors, no, the Moors were the Spanish no. blacks. Oh, okay. I thought the... Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, Brad, what's that? Brad? Huh? What did you say? I said the Moors were uh, the... Uh, they created Sicilians by coming there and, and raping women. Yeah, but I, thought, but I thought Moors were African. I've said it before and I'm going to yeah. say it again. This is the worst episode we've ever done. (laughs) Stop talking about Spanish people and Mm Moors and all this shit. (laughs) Vinian? Yeah, save it for a geography podcast. Yeah, save it for (laughs) geography class. Now tell us a drug story or I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Please. (laughs) Vinny, tell us. This is my fault? Totally started. You called Brad about the Louis C.K. I just wanted to make sure the pronunciation was correct. Well, whoever taught me and said, you got to check out this guy, Louis C.K., and I said, who? And they said, you've never heard of Louis C.K. That's how they pronounce their name. So that's how I pronounce well, it. Well, here, I'll tell a little story. So he, uh, Vinny the Beard, lives in Harlem. And I'm going to tell you a little story about a guy I know that lives pretty close to you. Okay. I actually might have even, I hope I didn't say, I never know what I said on Dopey because my whole life is like a giant episode of Dopey. It's basically the same conversations except, you know, there's the record button hasn't been pressed. So anyways, I knew this dude who uh, lived in a sober living, and um, he was from the Bronx. He was like a, a white guy, brilliant, like literally IQ over 150, like a certified genius, right? And he was adopted, adopted by a Hispanic family and became 
he uh, got in on like the Facebook like before the IPO. Like he made a shitload of money, right? A lot of money on Wait, Wall Street. Who was this guy? He was a guy I was in sober living with. Um, he's actually the sober living I, I worked. Where at. were you at the sober living? It was when I worked at the sober living in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. So he was there, and he. And oh, time up, Chris. Uh, Vinny, Chris used to do acid while running a sober living in the sober living. At that very brief period, that is... Surrounded by (laughs) bottles of urine. I just want to paint a picture. I heard that. I think I heard you guys talking about that. Previous podcast. I remember some of those bottles of urine. I didn't want to leave my room because I was dripping and there was... (laughs) And so I was peeing in bottles and they're like, have you ever seen those little Perrier bottles? It's pronounced Perrier. Perrier. I know, you're right on that one. It's Perrier. (laughs) (laughs) So the yeah the fairy bottles are like seven eight ounces and I pee and it's really hard to pee. Oh, like, oh, Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for interrupting everybody, <laughs> but do you really think it's called Perrier? Perrier, Perrier. Dude, you're a rich person. Why don't you know how to say fucking Perrier? <laughs> Perrier, Perrier. Perrier. Just Perrier. 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 All you do is just. Are you? Jo- is this a debate? <laughs> is this some stick? This you really say Perrier? Stick. Time out, Bradley. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing it. You ever heard a rich person say Perrier? <laughs> no, but even when he says Perrier, like you get like, to put like a little like flourish on you. Let me hear it again. Perrier. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Spanish R. You got to put a French R in there. Um, ba- okay, I'm sorry. All right, back to the story. All right, so um, yeah, so this guy I know that uh, lives near. He actually bought a place pretty close to you like, after he had made all this money in um, all this money in Wall Street, and so. He fucking um, – he gets super fucking depressed, right? Like wants to kill himself he's using, right? And decides he's going to kill himself. He writes a note and gives away all of his money to this school he used to walk by in the Bronx. It was like for like autistic kids or something or I don't even know what it was. It was some sort of school in the Bronx and they basically took that money and like through investing it, there would be like permanent tracks for a couple teachers there, you know? So he gives away all his money, writes the suicide note. And then at the last second decides not to kill himself. So he and, gives away all of his money and decides to live. And then he has, and he gives away like a nonsense, like, and he can't get it back. Mm. And then he came into rehab, and it turns out like what was he, he using? Uh, I don't even. Oh, I was coke. He was a cokehead. This is the least drug dopey episode <laughs> I've ever heard. He was a cokehead. And what he was, he came in into the rehab, and then it was like I guess he had like I don't know, like long like stuff like that would mature. I don't know anything about finance. You you worked in finance. Uh, he still owns some things. Like he still owns some things that like or matured or something. Right. Or, yeah. So he was able to like borrow against those to pay for it. But anyways, he lived near you. That's my story. Oh Are you ready? Right? <laughs> <God, laughs> I, I can't even. This is you? I totally forgot about mm-hmm. that story. I thought it was a good story. That story can stay forgotten, <laughs> I think. I want to tell a story really quickly. Go for it. I work in a, a restaurant, and you know who came to the restaurant the other day? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh, Leo. And Chris has me carry around these um, cards that say dopey on them. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's like, just in case somebody famous goes to your restaurant, you give them. That's the card. That's you it. give them a card for from Dopey, huh? and fucking Leonardo. What you said was retarded, and, and then what did you do? Listen, it was retarded. <laughs> uh, I'm standing there. I'm getting some soup, and and Leonardo DiCaprio looks like the Unabomber. He's wearing a, a hoodie, zipped up with like gold Elvish sunglasses hunched over like a fucking drug addict Unabomber type and I don't see him and one of the guys I work with was like yo it's DiCaprio 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh? And I look over, and there he is, Leonardo DiCaprio. And I get scared. Fucking scared. Brad, you hear this story? Yeah, I heard. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I get... He's listening. He's okay, there. Okay, Stop okay. checking in with him. not even supposed to yeah, say anything. Yeah. Yeah. I keep prompting him to say I get... I get scared. And, I, and I'm like, okay, what do I do? What do I, what do, I do? Uh, I've got... I could, I could promote Dopey or I can... I can promote well, my... Nine of your other fucking projects. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, it's going to be dopey. I, I have a card <laughs> in my pocket, and I go up to him. I go, hi, here's a card. I, I said, I want you to have this. And he goes, okay. And I said, this is my podcast about drugs. Take it. <laughs> that's, and, that's what you said? Yeah. That's the best you yeah. can come up and with? And he says, he says, thanks, bro. And, he, and then he walks away. And then I go, uh, can I get you anything? And he goes... And he's talking to one of the Dominican guys, and he's like, I want an omelet. I was like, sit down. Let me get it for you. He goes, no thanks, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He walks to the back, and I'm like, fuck, fuck. Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm blowing it. You You already blew it. You already (laughs) blew it. Please don't. You went back to him. Oh, so then I'm I'm working, and I go. This is painful to even listen to. And I go back to him, and I said, I love your movies, man. <laughs> and he says, thanks, bro. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you, did you really say it like, like that? Are you I said, I really love your movies, man. <laughs> and then I patted him on the shoulder. Oh, jeez. Huh? Why? What? Why were you like that? Why were you like that? Why, were you, why did you uh, go into slow motion? He's really like intimidating number one and then number two I've never seen anybody so good at not engaging he he was like like he was made of uh, what's that stuff that you cook on Teflon. He was like a Teflon human. He didn't look up. He didn't. He's had a lot of practice. He's been famous since he was 13. And when a famous person goes out dressed like the Unabomber, it's probably because they don't want to be recognized and have a bunch of creepy people handing cards and spec scripts and asking questions. I was like, Wolf of Wall Street sucked, man. You should have said that. What's the line in Titanic when he's on the ship and holding his hands out? I'm the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. I'm the king of the world, man. (laughs) New York State threw his clothes, man. (laughs) Um, no but so I so I said I like your movies man and he said thanks bro and then he sat down and I'm like fuck this isn't going well I gotta fucking do something and I and I'm taking care of my table you should have gone up to him and just said thanks bro no started with that that he can't say thanks bro to that I like that he says thanks bro because he was positive (laughs) it was it was a positive reaction anyway so then I go back and I'm working whatever and then I go and I'm thinking I need to finish this on a strong note because this has gone very badly and I go up to him and I said so let me just explain the card is for a podcast about drugs and addiction called Dopey it's really funny and he said Thanks, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. And I said, cool. Did he say with that inflection where it was kind of like... No, he was cool. He said, I'll check it out, bro. Yeah. I said, thanks, man. And now Leonardo DiCaprio might be in the Dopey Nation. I don't think so. I bet, you, <laughs> I bet he's really busy. I bet he was using that card to cut up cocaine on the back of some supermodels. It is bag. thick. What do you think about that? Yeah, baby? that's a beautiful. Like that one's not going to deteriorate. You can I think cut. I could get. I paid out. the extra ten dollars for the mm-hmm. thick stock. It was recommended. 
You can ch- You're such a sucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> too thick. He says that now. He comes over. He goes. I really like the cards, but there's one problem. It's too thick. You put like two of them in your wallet. It does feel like two cards stuck yeah. together. Brad, it's the thickest card you'd ever see. <laughs> it's too thick. Hello, Brad. Stop asking. He mutes he's himself because he doesn't want to. Brad, be in the- you there? Stop. All right. Yeah, you guys. You guys were never. We never make more one person talk. Like I think Brad. All right. So, uh, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Uh, you know the um, the uh, the one thing that uh, you know with Vinny uh, being there that kind of piqued my interest when you first started was that he's a habitual uh, everyday pot smoker, but uh, he's not an addict or in need of like you know help or uh, right. Uh, you know, so like that's an, that's an interesting thing for somebody like me who. You know, doesn't understand the addiction maybe as much as you guys do or think about them as much. Um, so, uh, you know, if you would like to... Uh, Brad, aren't you supposed to text stuff like this? What are you talking about? <laughs> you you keep to, asking him to, questions. What? <laughs> yeah, every two minutes. I'm here now. I, I want to text. That's what's brought me in. So. All right, let's bring in Dr. Chris on this. Mm-hmm. This sounds like something up Chris's alley. Well, it's yeah. it's very, very simple. If you put substances in your body and you experience a negative consequence, people who aren't addicts will stop. Would you say a so negative? Have you, do you experience negative consequences that are like, you know, severe? Maybe you indulge in too much takeout. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I mean, I watch too much TV probably. Yeah. I mean, like, like, it's I not, would say I'm more addicted to TV than pot. Yeah. Well, what about the fact that you've been an aspiring stand-up comedian since 1998? It's 2016. It's true. You're still smoking weed every day. You've given up work and you do nothing. How about that for a problem? That could be a problem. Weed? It's just not an immediate like. I think it is immediate. Time is ticking, my friend. Time is fucking ticking. What do you mean? He's got the life, dude. He works part-time in a hardware store and kicks it. Dude, that, not to somebody – maybe that's the life to somebody who wants to kick it and work in a hardware store. But Vinny has dreams. Well, what do you want? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's if it's weed standing in the way of that. Well, my in opinion. fact, I did stop when I – like when I stopped working as in software and said, okay, well, I'm doing this. I can't be getting stoned all the day. I won't do anything. So I stopped smoking weed uh, completely for a while and then like, well, I can smoke weed if I'm not by myself. You know, as a social thing. Because a lot of my friends, you know, And that's what differentiates you from an addict. I mean, people smoke weed because they... Time out. Time out. How long did you stop for? Don't remember. Would you say it was longer than two days? The fact that he Mm -hmm. doesn't remember is is indicative that he's not an addict. If he he remembered... if he remembered how long he stopped for, then it would be like, oh, I stopped, I stopped, I stopped. He's like, I don't know. Stop for a little bit. You know why he didn't know? Mm-hmm. Because it was like a day, and then he got stoned. <laughs> no. I, I went a good six months never getting stoned on my own. Like, I didn't have pot in my house. I would just go to some friend's house that had some pot and, and smoke with them. Hold on. My fiance is calling in. Let's get her on this thing. Uh, really? <laughs> Hold is on. she calling? Hold on, Brad. Is she just calling? Hello? 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 You're just ruining this podcast. Hello? I feel like we're going to have to cut this podcast It's, mu- it's mutilated. There is no cutting it. Hello? we got to get rid of the dead time. There's no dead time. Who's there? Well, why do you keep saying time out? Brad? Hello? <laughs> I think the phone call is distracting. 
What, Brad? Brad's yeah, in a great yeah, I sword. I think we need to get all that off, honestly, because we got a handsome Vinny. We need, this, the podcast is about our guests right now. Right. And you can't focus with Brad. Every two minutes, you're, you're asking Brad. I love Brad. I love Brad, mm-hmm. too. You don't even know Brad. How can you I had him? one conversation with him, and it was splendid. Okay, so redirect. Let's redirect. Yes. Please, redirect. I dare you. No, we're going to ask Vinny to tell us. Do you have? Wait, did you prepare a story? Or are we? Elic- no, I mean, are we eliciting I, you can elicit you? stories. I used to do. Oh no, no, no! I know what I want to ask. You oh, okay. okay. So before the podcast started, Dopey Nation, um, Vinny told me that Vinny knew uh, Dave when Dave was active, and Vinny told me that Dave came, borrowed fifty dollars. No, so hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Borrowed fifty dollars from him for food. I'm doing the quotes again, and then he didn't talk to Dave for ten years. So just tell us more about Dave. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, Dave and I used to smoke weed at work a lot. And I remember one thing Dave once told me. is like, you know what I like about you? You smoke weed. Did I really say that? Yeah, you said that. And why do you remember it so well? It just had an effect on me, I guess. Um, well, part of it was like, oh, is that all he likes about me? <laughs> no, Vinny. Is it just like no. is it just a drug buddy? You know. Listen, I don't see Vinny very often, and I haven't seen him. What'd you say? I said never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't seen him um, since I've been sober. So maybe I do only like seeing Vinny when I smoke weed. But yeah, the dude. truth is, I love Vinny. I think he's very. Do you funny. like seeing him right now? Yes, I do. All right. Okay. I, I do. I, 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 I do. Like, I wait. like seeing you too, Dan. Wait, what were you even talking I don't even know what you were talking about. You were ta- we were talking about in our past, my past with Vinny. Oh, yeah. Or we, maybe we were yeah. talking about my cousin Vinny. No, we were well, talking then about we were how you borrowed the, story, the money. And then, and then, yeah, so I uh, <laughs> was let go from where we were working. Uh, we were working at a television company yeah. that, that his brother-in-law owned. And I was supposedly a writer, but I wasn't really writing anything. And eventually they're like, why is this guy just sitting around? <laughs> Tell Chris how cool I was back then. So cool. I was so cool back then. <laughs> was he? You right. had all sorts of good ideas. Did you know he was shooting heroin? No, I had no idea. Brad knew. Brad, Brad worked there too. But Brad worked there too. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, wasn't I so cool back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I do remember we went on a we went on the road to do this show at Purdue University, mm-hmm. and like two days into it, you got the flu. Oh yeah, I went and to withdraw. Once you stole yeah, the money, borrowed the money long term from me for food, I put it together <laughs> that you were probably like doing heroin and like you were getting dope sick. Yes. So this was trip. what fifty bucks in what nineteen. 19- 1999 or something like that. 2000. What'd you get for that? Me? What did I get for 50 bucks? In 2000. Probably, to be totally straight with you guys, I probably bought four bags of heroin, uh, a pint of ice cream. An Entenmann's chocolate cake. And an Entenmann's chocolate cake. <laughs> so that a was bag. my recipe for a good night back then. A bag of heroin costs $10? Yes. And then how high, How long can you stay high off one? <coughs> no, I probably... You get to the point where you have to shoot eight bags yeah, of heroin okay. at once. Yeah, I think then, I think probably then I shot... No, I wasn't shooting dope then. I was snorting it. snorting it. And I just, it was like an evening. I snorted four bags. I wasn't sick. I ate some cake, I had some ice cream, and all was well. Chocolate, chocolate chip? No. <laughs> My thing when I used to get high was Haagen-Dazs 
vanilla chocolate chip. You said you used to get a pint of vanilla chocolate chip and a pint of chocolate chocolate chip. That was chip. in the methadone days. Of <laughs> oh, methadone days. Yeah, yeah. When I lived in Chelsea, I would just get a pint of vanilla chocolate chip and I, I, I would sit there like a pig in shit and I would microwave it for like 16 seconds so it would be a little bit soft and then I would stir it up so it would be like custard <laughs> and I would sit there watching Beverly Hills 90210 sniffing dope eating ice cream and thinking this is the life Dude, do you know mm-hmm. what I used to do I used to take I, I had like a like a pound bag or whatever a huge bag maybe several pound bag of Nestle semi-sweet chocolate chips oh yeah morsels yeah morsels the morsels uh, the and morsels. I used to pour the morsels into this giant bowl right literally like fill the bowl up with it and put it in the microwave for like three minutes until it's like was just like liquid chocolate and then I'd pour cereal in it usually uh, <laughs> frosted uh, mini wheats frosted mini wheats oh. so I would use like liquid chocolate basically as the milk in the cereal wow, <laughs> wow. you That's once a- told me that uh, heroin users are big like sweet yeah eaters yeah. for the most part yeah yeah, yeah. fucking Chris that's a, a total uh, mm-hmm. What's the word? Uh, it's sick. You get sick on it. You're like, ugh, after a while. Oh, yeah. Gluttonous. What's one the of word? the seven deadly sins. What is Gluttony. the word I'm looking for? That when somebody makes something better, they are, what's the word? Innovator. Enhancing? You were an innovator of dessert. But but I'm thinking <laughs> that the fucking texture of the mini wheat mixed with the thick chocolate, it, I, I can't imagine it would coat very well. No. It made you want to puke. So why would Ooh, you do I got that? a really good well hold on I got a really good puke story I want to tell you. All right. All right. So, I was at my friend's house. This is a back in the day. This is a drinking story, right? Uh-huh. Real quick, all right? Uh-huh. And then we need to get to Vinny and what he does mm-hmm. for his comedy. All right. So, I was in my friend's basement and it was uh, there was no bathroom, right? Um, and when in the middle of the night there'd be totally dark. You couldn't see anything and he was sleeping upstairs and I was really drunk. And half of it was finished and half was unfinished, you know, it was just like regular like cement basement. And so I'd get drunk in his basement and I'd have to go to the bathroom and I didn't want to go upstairs in the middle of the night. So I'd just go like pee in the corner of the room in the unfinished part, right? Which is horrible, you know what I mean? It's I hope disgusting. His parents yeah, it's really disgusting. How old were you? Uh, yeah, like 17. Did you used to masturbate with this guy together? Yeah, he was part of that crew. Yeah. So you just pee on the concrete? Yes. Yeah, the concrete <laughs> the part concrete. Like, it was like a shitty basement toilet set aside. No, no, there was nothing. Okay. I just pee in there. So I had been – now when I – I hold was on, truly – hold, hold on. on. Why did you think this was okay? Well, I just pee? really had to go. Why didn't you go to I the bathroom? I don't want to go upstairs. We didn't wake his parents up. We were in high school. Why would you drunk. wake them up to go to the bathroom? Because I don't know. I just didn't want to see them. You th- oh. So he was on the second floor. His parents were on the first floor, and then I would be in the basement. This, like, Just let me finish the story, all right? So I would get drunk. When I was drunk, I was truly gluttonous. Like, you know, that was later on, the whole semi-sweet morsel thing. But I would eat, like, pasta, meat, Ice cream, just literally put down tons of food. You know, some people, when they drink, they don't eat. My belly would just be full of, like, liquor (laughs) and tons of food. So I'm drunk in this kid's basement, and I'm sitting there, and I know I'm going to puke. And I'm like, it is is fucking pitch black, right? Like, I can't see anything. And let me remind you, this kid had a genuine, like, anger issue. Like, you used to be able to just say to him, like, Dave, you're so mad. His name was Dave also. Dave, you're so mad. And you could say, Dave, you're so mad over and over and over until he'd yell at you, I'm not mad. 
right? So, so and I'm I, sure you made him crazy. Oh, with that. I constantly would do, but he would get like angry and physical too, right? So, anyways, I'm sitting in this guy's basement. I'm wasted, got the stomach full of liquor and full of food, and I have to puke. And there's nowhere to puke. And I'm sitting on his couch. I don't even go into the unfinished area. I just decide I'm gonna puke in an empty Coke can. Right, so I got this stomach just full of fucking liquor and fucking food, Pasta and I meat. take I take this empty twelve ounce can of Coke and I purse my lips around it real tight, and I just figure I'm gonna like gently puke into the can. <laughs> and plus, just in terms of volumetrics, like, I have in my belly five times the size of that can, right? So I purse my lips around the, around the opening of the can, and I go to puke, and it just explodes in my face. It just explodes everywhere. It's just, like, all over. It's disgusting. I feel it just coated on my body. And then I just sit back on the couch, and I go to sleep. <laughs> And I wake up the next day to my friend looming over, like literally his fist, like angry and red. And he's like, what the fuck? And there's just red puke everywhere. I don't remember what I ate. It was all red, just you know, dispersed blood. everywhere. It was probably marinara sauce. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think I'd be pissed off. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dave, you're so mad. <laughs> That's it. Anyways, let's talk about Vinny and his comedian stuff. Because we were going to talk about that, but we didn't really get into it before the show. Because yeah, we wanted to talk on the so, show. Yeah, you can say I've been at it since 1998, but I took a big hiatus, like a 12-year hiatus. <laughs> I was you were not working doing comedy. You were working on your stuff. Yeah, I guess, you know, living life and learning things. <laughs> like <laughs> Mostly, I just wanted to make enough money so I didn't have to work ever again. <laughs> My work I hate working. I'm just I'm not a good worker. I've always been lazy, and this predates pot use or anything like that. I can remember specifically, because in fourth grade... We were assigned an autobiography. It was like a month-long assignment. <laughs> and we were given time to work in it in class. And I would say, I'm working at it at home. Read book. <laughs> and then I would go home, and my mom would say, how's that coming along? Oh, I'm working on it at school. <laughs> and then come the end of this month, I had nothing to hand in. So what did you say? So the 12 I, years I later, you had nothing to hand in. Yeah, they, they, the parent-teacher conference, blah, blah, blah. So you never did anything? No, they made me, like, I had to do it over the course of a weekend. Okay, so when you actually did it, what did you write? I don't know. It was like I was in fourth grade. It was a 10-year-old autobiography. I just took a bunch of pictures and captured But them. why are we saying this now? Are we saying that oh, you're taking the 12 years, basically? This no, is the 12 I'm saying year that the, my laziness... He's saying that Dave has been... Lazy, my whole life. Has been lazy since he was in fourth grade. Since well before I smoked any weed, I've always been a very lazy person. That's his true self. That's yes. probably like I don't. That's if I could have a recovery program for laziness, that would probably be useful. I'm sure there is. I would get something out of it. Oh yeah? Are you kidding me? You could be a sponsor. <laughs> but um, fucking. Uh, but he has. But some. I mean, the laziness. He has. You have some Dude, good lazy. Did you go to grad school twice? Yeah, twice. That's not lazy. (laughs) He's very lazy. But it was sort of like, it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but if I go to grad school, then people will think I'm doing up to something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also, like, the first time I went to grad school, uh, I thought I'd get a PhD and be a college professor. And that would be a decent job. That's a nice, like, kind of, like, lazy job. Yeah, (laughs) somewhat. Like, you get your summers off, you know, you're dealing with, like, you're teaching kids. And I thought, like, at the high school level, it would be a pain because you'd have to 
care. Yeah. But and at the college, college level, you, if a student doesn't give a shit, that's their fault. You make more. It's more respectable. And once you've been there for a bit, you have TAs to do all your work. Not <laughs> to mention the other incredible benefits of being a, a college professor. You're talking about access to 20-year-old well, women. Well, there's, there's – there's, I guess that's the <laughs> top of my No, no, no. There, there's there's – there's, <laughs> You know, you you live in some beautiful town and some house that they give you. There's music to play. There's exercising to do. Museums to access. <laughs> being part of the scene, you get a mm-hmm. tweed jacket and a fucking pipe. You smoke weed with kids. Mm-hmm. You're the cool teacher. It's the fucking best. Yeah, but you gotta get a PhD. And I could. You gotta love what you're doing to get a PhD. And I could. I just couldn't. You know, Chris is about to get a PhD. Oh, yeah? Psychology. All right. Clinical psychology. Do you love it? Yeah, you keep aging. <laughs> and the girls stay the same age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do well love paraphrased. it. I do love it. Oh, Brad, that's what Brad just texted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, so... But I, I could. I just could. It's like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Three more years of, like, hardcore studying. Come up with something original. Like, you have to do original research to get a PhD. So come up with something new. In statistics, and it was just this daunting proposal. Vinny, tell your drug story for Christ's sake. Which drug story? You, I thought you prepared a Any drug, drug story. story. Well, I did uh, LSD in Amsterdam, and I had an interesting experience there. Awesome. So I actually, I had. <laughs> yeah, well, I did too. So between my freshman in college, freshman and sophomore years of college, uh, we would hang out, and I was doing LSD every weekend, basically, because this you were doing LSD every weekend. Mm-hmm. This friend of mine, whose parents would leave, they would go on their boat every weekend and leave him alone in this house. And this guy was... You had a friend whose parents lived in Amsterdam? No, this is this is kind of a preamble to the Amsterdam story. Okay. This was just to say that I wasn't a stranger to LSD. Ooh. Um, they would leave us alone. Uh, they would leave every weekend and leave him alone in the house. And oh, this guy, Chris, stop paying attention to the phones. I'm not. You're staring at the phones like they're going <laughs> to do something. They're not going to do anything, man. Oh, no, I'm listening to the story. Continue. Anyway, the guy that they left alone was also the guy that sold his pot. Chris, now stop paying attention to me paying attention to you paying attention to the phone. Nothing's right. going to happen. Okay, keep going. Okay, so anyway, yeah, experience. It was just that one summer, and then, like, was kind of out of it. You know, I didn't really do LSD. It was still happy. You know, it just never came up. Yeah. It was such an ideal LSD situation, too. It was this house. His dad was an architect. He had built this house. It was in the woods. In Minnesota? In Minnesota. By Lake Minnetonka? No. Oh, Northern suburbs. That's southern suburbs. Do you ever find yourself saying Lake Minnetonka? Only when I'm quoting, uh, <laughs> you must cleanse yourself in the mosque of Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. Because um, it's fun. Okay. So, so anyway, it was fun. It was a great sun. It was a, like a wonderful experience, basically. And then just didn't do it much after that. Except okay. I was in Amsterdam on my year abroad, traveling around, and I was supposed to meet this guy... But I decided to go to Amsterdam by myself uh, for a few days first. And I met up with these two guys at the hostel. They were, like, from Colorado, clearly pot smokers. It's like, what do you want to do? We're just going to smoke pot all day. It's like, all right, can I hang out with you? Fine. It's great. We had a wonderful time. Then the last night there, we were in a bar or a hotel in the red light district. And Alex said, hey, this guy's got LSD. Do you want to do some? Sure, why not? So the three of us did LSD. Three people did not do it. And it was strong. It was like... Were the three people who did not do it 
Dutch whores you were hanging out no, with? No, they were just other college students abroad, you know, Americans just traipsing across Europe or whatever. Okay. okay so, so we took the LSD. LSD. So we dropped yeah. LSD. Do you remember what it, it looked like? Yeah, it was uh, like yellow paper with maybe like little red smiley faces on it. Oh, I okay. think. It was like yellowish or orangish. Yeah. But paper. Okay. Daughter, one yeah. hit. We teach took one hit. Um, Chris took one. Chris took one hit before yeah. Joe. Yeah, and that's all we. Uh, that's all I ever. I never like. I, oh, that's my fucking alarm. Mm-hmm. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you took one hit. So we're hanging out at the door. It's kicking in. We're at the Doors coffee shop. It's dark. They're showing a Doors movie. Which and, movie? Uh, I don't know. Was, was it the like Doors? Live co- no, it wasn't the <laughs> Doors. But I had seen that movie, and I'm like, oh, Jim Morrison's the best. You know, like. A college kid. Yeah. Drug. I mean, stoner kid. You love the Doors. Yeah. When you're like... Do you like age. the Doors? Yeah. I think that your song that we open with sounds like... Um, Riders on the Storm. No, the other one. Don't you love her madly? No, it doesn't sound like that <laughs> at all. It sounds exactly like Riders on the Storm. Okay, never mind. Riders on the Storm. So, okay, so, right. At the Doors coffee shop, they're showing a movie, so the dark bar is kind of dark and it's like I'm just getting into the movie I'm like oh Jim Morrison I'm living Jim Morrison's life you know blah blah I'm so cool this is the best did you actually ever. think you were living Jim Morrison's life not really <laughs> yeah. no like I mean people talk about hallucinating on LSD but I've never really like I mean I've had visuals and everything but I've never seen no I mean you don't like see there. apparitions it's usually just like stuff kind of melts and like yeah the, the, the fractally pattern of the universe I've you pushed the like limit on LSD and there's yeah. no apparitions <laughs> I have an original story. Yeah. But it I had the one LSD. city in the boxers, but that wasn't like a head trip. You know, it wasn't like seeing actual people. But anyway, let him finish. Keep okay, going. so the movie... So wait, wait, just, I'm an idiot, so you're in the Doors movie. Doors Coffee Shop. No, the Doors Coffee Shop, and they're showing some movie. And, and you're tripping. And tripping. Just okay. tripping. Just All having right. a great old time watching okay. the Doors, feeling like, oh man, we are the Doors, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But then the movie ended, and the lights come on. And all of a sudden, now it just looks like a biker bar. <laughs> and it's like, this isn't cool. This isn't, scared. like, tripper-friendly. <laughs> yeah. not, not just scare, but yeah. just like, ugh, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. And the guys that weren't doing the LSD uh, were like, well, let's get some space cake. Yeah, like uh, pot they, cake. I mean, like, I can't talk to people. When I'm on acid, I can't even converse with people. Most yeah. people can't. on acid. Yeah. Um, so we're like, all right, well, let's go get some space cake, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we go to this other coffee shop, which is like a reggae-themed coffee shop. Yeah. And it was super cool. It was like... What is Space Cake? It's got something it's, it's in it that hash. is weed. It's just... It's hash. Oh, it's hash. Yeah. Oh, okay. I saw him make it one time. The girl making it let me like this. I was I so high. <laughs> I was so high in Amsterdam that when I ate Space Cake, it just was sweet. I didn't yeah. even notice the Well, I have that... In, like, with edibles... I guess this is a side note. If you're smoking weed constantly, it's hard to know... When the edibles have taken effect, or even if they're doing anything, yeah. But when you don't smoke weed, when you, you don't eat that shit, weed, then it can be way up. too much for people. Yeah. I've seen yeah. people not. Okay, so you're at the Jamaican all right. So we spot. go to the reggae spot, and it's this cool place with great lighting and, lo- and like green plants. And there's this uh, like a black guy in the corner, like smoking out of this bamboo bong. And I could in my head, I could just hear him going, ah 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 ah. You know, it's just like. Like the Seven Up commercial? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> Here, can you do the Seven Up commercial? No, I can't do the Seven Up commercial. What is a Seven Up? Ah, ah, ah! It's the Uncola. Oh, not good. Not yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're too young for it. No, I remember that. You do? Can you do it? No. 
You know, Chris do spends the, a lot of time in the Caribbean. Do the, uh, hey, Brenda. <laughs> no, it's I not love that. Thing. All right, go ahead. All right, so these guys get their space cake, and we're sitting there, and I'm having a grand old time. And Alex is tripping, I can tell, and I'm tripping. And this other guy, his name, we called him Toke. I think his name was like Tokeno or something like that. He was Japanese. Uh, I think he was uh, Filipino or Filipino. Pacific Islander type of... It wasn't toke because he tokes weed? Well, I mean, I think that was the double meeting. Uh, yes, okay. he definitely toked weed. <laughs> but it was like a shortening of his last name or something. He's sitting down and seeming a little bit more incoherent. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, it's hot. And he takes his shirt off. Yeah. And we're just like, uh, is this okay? But nobody seems to be doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, well, let's just keep, you know, we'll hang here. It's pretty mellow. They don't mind. Yeah. And then he stands up and down go the pants <laughs> and he sits back down and so does he take them off or he just leave them around he ankles? takes them off and now he's taking his shoes off at this point too yeah. so he's in his boxer shorts and we're looking around and he's a Filipino Fijian something uh, Pacific Islander yeah okay. to me he looks like a like a Native American warrior guy I mean and he's yeah, that's naked. the aura that I got off like Toke's okay. taking his clothes Toke's yeah. taking his clothes off and not like, not making a lot of sense what he's saying. <laughs> he keeps saying, where's Java? Where's Java? And it's like, what? And he's, like, looking under plates and around. It turns out Java is the name of his dog oh. back in the States. But I didn't know that at the time. Ooh. I thought it was just rambling in it coherently. And then... Uh, I thought he was looking for coffee. Yeah. That's what I yeah. thought, too. It's, it's yeah. like, Java, you want coffee now? That's crazy, man. It's, like, late. I think Java... Maybe it was a software engineer. Java an island someplace? There's JavaScript. No, isn't there an mm-hmm. island? I think there, there is a Java called Java. There's Java the Hut. That's Java. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then so eventually Java, so he Java. stands, where's Java? Where's Java? Where, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. That type of speech. Yeah. Uh, his friend, Alex, is still, you know, I can talk to him. Like, I can talk to people who are also on acid. That's easy to do when you're on acid. It's not the same thing as trying to keep up with people that aren't on acid. No. Yeah. Anyway, eventually Toke stands up, takes his boxer shorts off. Buck naked. naked. That's when they started saying. That's when the people who own the coffee shop. That's what like, draws the yeah, line. It's like, no, we thought he just had a shirt off over here. You guys got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so Alex is like, all right, so, uh, it's time to go. And he doesn't respond at all. He's just. Are people looking at him? Yeah, and at this point, we're drawing a lot of attention. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And he's like, where's John? He's like, come on, man. We got to go. We got to go. Dude, I'm sure people mm-hmm. get Why didn't naked you say put your that, clothes back? He did. He's putting, he's like, put your shoes on. We got to go. But did you say put your pants on? Um, I'm not. I was letting Alex do it. <laughs> You're like, put your <laughs> shoes on, don't. <laughs> yeah. And he starts putting his, like, sock, tries to pull his sock on over this one shoe that he's got. Oh, he's trying to he's put like, the sock yeah. on the shoe? And he's, he's like, Hold okay, on. let's go. That's the best Time part out. so Time far. Out. I love yeah. that. Time out. Toke is naked, uh-huh. but he still has his sneakers on? No, I mean, this is what, like, he's, like, started to try to sort of get dressed again. Wait, but he of. puts his sock on his shoe. But he puts I his just... shoe on first and then tries to pull his sock on over the top of it, and he's still not wearing <laughs> his pants. That is great. I like that. And it's like, he's like, okay, let's go. And Alex is like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you going to do, walk around Europe with one shoe? Naked? Yeah. <laughs> So eventually, it's like he's not listening to anybody. Alex is like, you guys here, take his stuff and walk outside. I'll see what I can do. Uh, So I walk outside with like an armful of clothing. And the other dude that's not tripping, and he's like, the dude that's not tripping is like, hey, we should just go. 
leave Toe yeah. behind. <laughs> I'm like, naked and stripping. Go. And he's like, let's just go back to the hotel. And I'm still, I mean, I'm like, we're like three hours into the, or four, I don't know, I wasn't really looking. Yeah, I'm mean, just like, well peaked. Like, this yeah. is stronger than the acid I'm used to. Yeah. I mean, it's the same, Did but you a little bit toe? stronger. No, so we're waiting. He, he's like, uh, I'm like, where do you want to go? He says, back to the hotel. I said, okay, where is the hotel? And that guy, did, he didn't know. Because he'd just been kind of following along. And I didn't know. But you were ready to leave Toke. I wasn't ready to leave Toke. He was. I'm like, no way. I'm not going to leave the two people that are tripping when I'm tripping. You know, you got to stay together. Yeah. <laughs> got to so stay together. What the fuck happened? Okay, so we're outside holding some of his clothes. Eventually, Alex has got him to get his jeans on and taking him outside. And Toke is like rambling incoherently. He's not really listening to any of us, just looking around. And like across the street, this group of people looks back and say, wow, something must be wrong with that guy. Now, Toke heard this yeah. and runs across the street and takes a swing at these people. Oh, my and God. And like, fuck. Yeah. And I'm, like, holding his pile, he's still like naked. A pile of clothes. Well, he, no, he's got jeans, no shirt, and I think he might still be barefoot. And yeah. superhuman hearing. Yeah, and he can I hear guess that so. And then he's the not going to be insulted or whatever. <laughs> I and wish so he, he had takes one a swing. shoe with a sock over it. Yeah, <laughs> it would be sweet. Yeah. Um, the guy pushes him back, and then Toke just goes running the other way. Along the canals. Yeah. Um, fleeing. Yeah, fleeing the confrontation. Or just not even fleeing the con- Maybe looking for another confrontation. It's hard to know what's going through his and head. And is he still point. like a Native American warrior in your he, eyes? No, now he looks like a fucking moron to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, ah! So we're like, we're like, well, let's keep it on. You know, we're following him along. And at this point, like a crowd is starting to gather. We're like in a square or some sort of intersection in Amsterdam. And he's are you like, nervous? Are you laughing? Or like, what I'm you, not laughing. I'm not all that. I'm not nervous. <laughs> well, it's a like, bad time at this point. Yeah. Fucking Toke's naked. Yeah. Put his pants on. Got into a fight. Pussied out. Ran away. Tripping. Well, I, what are you cradling in your arms? I've got the rest of his clothes. Cradling like, like Lord, some Lord, of his shoes and like his shirt. <laughs> yeah, and like I've got this stuff. And so I and I'm I don't know I'm kind of indifferent like I'm not having a bad trip necessarily I'm not freaking out or anything I'm just kind of watching the whole thing clinically happy or not <laughs> yeah. yeah but also thinking like he took the same acid I did yeah <laughs> this didn't happen to me did he take one hit he took we all took one oh, hit oh shit dude wow that guy's losing it but and he's not like, he, he can't like handle a newbie, his acid like, I mean, <laughs> they, like they had done. The, yeah. Alice and Toke had done acid before. You know, they, can I say something that's really interesting? To yeah. Me? I was going to make a joke that I, like, something like, I guess Filipinos can't handle their acid. That was going to be my joke. But then I remembered that one time I tripped out with one of my best friends who is also Filipino. Okay? We wound up going to, uh, we ate mushrooms, but we tripped face. We had yeah. an ounce of mushrooms between five of us or something. Yeah. We got fucking high as shit. And we went to the meadow. Uh, in Central Park. And in the meadow, my friend had a transformation where he became a Jamaican woman. He started talking in Jamaican, like <laughs> strutting around like a woman, yelling at us, like, why? What you mean? Yeah, he was just, he was really just, he, and, and I was like, holy shit. And he shit. was Filipino? And he was Filipino. So maybe there's some genetic thing within Filipinos that they can't handle psychedelics. Ooh, okay. What do you think? I don't know. We'd have to do some research. Awesome. Well, let's see what happened to Toke. All right. So Toke is <laughs> now people are starting to like, who is this crazy person running around without a shirt and like approaching? And people are like, don't, you know, don't swing, you know, yeah. stop punching at me. Yeah. And eventually 
Toad takes a swing at the wrong guy. Yeah. Because this guy pulls out, uh, it was a whip. It was like a latex whip. It was like three <laughs> feet long. Like a sex whip? Or? I don't know. Of course it was, it was in the red light district. Of yeah, course it was in the red light district. Yeah. I think it had three prong, like, it was like a, it was a cat, cat of nine three tails. tails. Yeah, yeah. Like a cat of three tails. Hot pink and cracks him across his bare back with it. And you can, <laughs> like, I'm probably 40 feet away, you know, across a square, and yeah. I hear this crack. Whipping the <laughs> feet out of And the toe just goes reeling across, like, and into another guy who has this black whip. Same weapon or Wait, whatever. Wait, what? There's, there's, Dave, there's, you handle it. There's two guys <laughs> along the canal in the... In, I mean, there's a crowd gathering at this point. They just both but bust out whips and start the with they, Do they know each other? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to ask the guy with the whip, like, where he got his whip that he whipped this dude with. It just happens real fast. Crack. Rolls across the square. Crack again on his bare skin. How many people do you think are walking around New York City with whips right now? I don't know. That's the weirdest not thing. Not many. Like, I don't know. It's, like, different. it's different in Amsterdam. Half the guys there probably sell whips. Was everyone Indiana Jones in Amsterdam? No, they're sex whips. They're used to yeah, that, but I bet you it seemed like it became one of their submissives. Oh, yeah. Toad probably still they're lives there, sucking dick in fucking Amsterdam. It seemed like a weapon. All right, so he gets whipped, and does he whipped. get whipped by the second yeah, guy? Yeah, he gets whipped by the second guy. He's got the same thing, but it's black, not hot pink. Huh. And then, like, three cops cars. Just show up. Did they, Did they bring out whips too? No, they did not have whips. And I think this is before tasers or anything like that. I'm not sure. Did How? they arrest him? No, well, yeah. So, did they arrest Toke or the whipper guys? No, they didn't arrest the whipper guys. They're trying, and Alex is desperately trying to get his friend to settle down. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, come on, the cops are here. Eventually, I think Alex one on one is able to like convince him to let him put handcuffs on. Yeah, so that he can get arrested. We'll let oh. Alex, the cops let Alex put handcuffs oh, wow. on the guy. Okay, that's pretty cool, the cops. Uh-huh. No then, U.S. cops would ever let that happen. No. <laughs> I mean, they handle, like, I'm sure, like, this stuff happens. Yeah. And, like, people freak out. So they handle this stuff more frequently than cops yeah. do here. Yeah, they went up and said, hey, this guy's freaking out. And the mm. cops like, you handle it, and then we'll we'll help if it gets Dude, out of hand. This is working. And so I'm holding a bag of clothes, or hand, uh, still holding an armful of clothes watching this guy. And people are, like, asking me, what happened? I'm like, I don't mind. <laughs> Why would I know anything about it? I just have this handful of clothes. I'm uh, doing the laundry. I'm on my way to the laundromat. I remember at a certain point, like, this really skinny, I, I'm sure he was an ex-addict, like, he's like, oh, man, he's having some rough times. I know what he's going through. <laughs> and, and it's like, why don't, why are you talking to me? <laughs> Acid haze, he's, like, taking on, like, bug-like features. Like, again, like, I'm not seeing a bug. It's just like, this is a bug man <laughs> that's talking to me. Maybe yeah, it was Steve Buscemi. Like, yeah, 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 just like, yeah. And Alex is like, all right, come, guys, come on. I'm going to go to the police station and talk to these guys. So walk down to the police station and sit in the waiting room. Alex and Toke are gone. Wait for a while. And it's like... So you're in the police station yep. now, tripping. Tripping. Yeah. It's, not, it's not good lighting. It's like... It's, it's not the place yeah, to be. It's unpleasant. Fluorescent. You should have gone back to the hotel with the other I, guy. I know where the hotel was. I would have <laughs> gone at this point. Yeah. Um... So eventually, Alex comes down. I don't know how long, you know how much time. By the way, Alex sounds like mm-hmm. a real true blue friend. Yeah. yeah, he definitely was true blue friend of this guy, no doubt about it. Did he know Toke? Yeah, they those guys came over together. They were college students, like they were like college buddies. Buddies, yeah. They were traveling together, so he was looking out for him. 
Alex seems like the guy the <laughs> guy you'd want to be your friend. Yeah. Alex comes down. He said, they kept asking me questions. I didn't want to say anything. Eventually, I said, he took some strong acid. and must have freaked out. And the cops told him, God, I wish he just started with that. You can pick him up in the morning. <laughs> Damn. That's Amsterdam. That's a Damn. good story. Yeah. <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> so... We're like, all right. So wait, did you see him in the morning when he was threatened? There's more to the story. Okay. So we go back. (laughs) I think I get, I don't remember if I left all that stuff with the police, but anyway, my arms are free at this point. Yeah. Uh, And Alex and I, and we're still tripping, like, it's like, it's like, oh, do you want to go to bed? No, there's no way we're going to bed. (laughs) It's still like the walls are crawling still. Uh, We chose the hotel that we were at because they had a 24-hour bar in the basement that we could hang out in. But it's, yeah, it's like, it's 3 a.m., 4 a.m. It's gotten to that point. I, I don't know if you, like, with me, LSD, it's a ton of fun for Yeah, then it's six, hours, 6, 7 a.m., the then, birds are chirping, yeah, and you're like, five, fuck. It's like, god damn it. I just yeah. wish there was somebody to turn this off. Yeah. And, yeah, so the bar was open Several, well, major 24 hours. Antipsychotics will turn it off. It's the only thing. Dope, benzos, they don't even touch it. No? Seroquel, Zyprexa, Thorazine, if you have it. Those are the only things that turn it off. Note to self. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sitting in this bar just not sure what to do. And, like, the people that are running the bar, yeah, it's open 24 hours, but they don't want us to be there. Yeah. So they keep putting on this novelty German song on the jukebox on repeat. What song? I can't even sing it, but it has, like, it's, like, annoying. <laughs> Something like, you know, that's more Italian, I guess, what yeah. I'm singing, but yeah. it's just, like, a foreign novelty song. Repeat. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, All right, that's fine. what they do. <laughs> that's what they play when the Americans are tripping too long in the bar. Yeah, put on that fucking annoying German tune. Uh, get well, them out of here. Go upstairs. I guess so. We'll just go upstairs. And as we open the door to go to the stairs up to where the rooms are, boom! Toka's standing there. He's in there. He's he, like in the front hall. He had just Wait, he walked came in. back. He they let him out. They let him out early. And what does he say? And he's like. And we're like, holy shit. Does he have shit. a shirt on? He's got all, all his clothes on. Yeah. I thought you had his clothes. No, I dropped him off at the cop station. That's okay. when I relinquished okay. the burden. Okay. Um, he's like, guys, I just woke up in the police station. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't, what are you, do you don't remember anything? And I'm like, do you remember the Doors Coffee Shop? He's like, yes. Do you remember going to that reggae place? He's like, no. It's like, Java. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember taking your clothes off? What? <laughs> and we told him the story, and it's like, do you remember getting whipped across your bare back? He's like, what? No. And he's he like, shirt off, and he's like I, nine years of slave. I am kind of sore. I mean, it didn't break skin, these yeah, whips, but yeah. I think it's just like thunk. Yeah. Thunked him. That's hilarious. Um, and he didn't remember anything. <laughs> and he wasn't tripping anymore. So maybe they did. did you guys should have gave him some LSD. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get started. Let's yeah, run it man. back. Yeah, dude, that's funny. <laughs> that's a good so story. yeah. He he didn't lose. He didn't lose his passport. He didn't lose his anything. I bet he the lost, Dutch like, cops did give him Thorazine or something. Maybe. Yeah, they did must. You, did you keep in touch with this guy? No, I never. Like that was it. Separate ways. How yeah. long after that incident? Did you, like, never see him again? What was the last time you saw him? Well, that, that was, like, our last night, and then they were going to go their way, and I was traveling with this guy, and we were heading down And you don't have Facebook, so he's just gone. Yeah, Back no then, there was no Facebook. Then, yeah. Those are, that's just life, dude. You know Toke, what I mean? if you're listening, <laughs> write an email to dopeypodcast at gmail.com. Life was probably better because, before Facebook, because you could have random encounters without any repercussion, because they'll never find you. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, and it's one time, it's a fucking bubble. It doesn't touch you again. It's a crate, and the story only becomes crazier because you never see the person again. Mm-hmm. With fucking Facebook, you see them for the rest of your life. You see everything that's ever <laughs> happened. You know? you know, and it's like without that, it's that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's you know? a good one though. I like that story. Yeah. So anyway, I went to Paris the next day and slept all day. Nice. And the dude I was with that didn't do acid, like, he's like, "Are we going out? Are we doing stuff?" No. Sleeping all day. <laughs> it's like fun. I'm going out, and he went out all day. And then for months, did you just think about Toke and the guys and the Whipper guys? And- well, yeah. Then, well, then uh, I mean, that was the, like I've told this story many times, especially right after it happened when I got back. It's a fun story. It's a great story. <laughs> you think the story is going nowhere until right. the guys until at the Whip show. Well, that's one thing. Yeah, Toke asked me. He's like, "Do you think there was something in that acid?" And Alex and I look at it and we're like. We did the same, you know, we yeah. did the same drug. It's called acid. That's yeah. what was in the acid. What mm-hmm. else are they going to put in the acid? Yeah. yeah. There is some other stuff they put in it sometimes. I mean, I've heard rumors of like strychnine. No, no that's not going to make you get naked. No, no, there's, not, there's like some stuff that's kind of like acid that they sell that's not acid, but it may, it's like kind of like one of those weird research chemicals. But that's not what it was. It was just very strong acid. Yeah, it, and he had an adverse reaction. Yeah, on a Filipino so. mind. Anyway, I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> Filipino mind. Because I didn't have an Alex, you know. You did, but you had Alex. He probably would have looked out for you. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we didn't have a history. You, like, it's hard to say. Like, I your tell. friend, you're going to babysit your friend no matter what happens. Like, yeah. Some rando dude that you've been hanging out with for a couple of days in Amsterdam. But, I mean, I guess I never really was fearful of that. But I'm glad I didn't lose my shit. That's a good story, yeah, man. It is. And I just, like just in case anybody was wondering, Brad dropped out. <laughs> oh, he, did Brad's he? Gone. Why, Brad's did, gone. Did he tell you he was leaving? Yes. But I didn't want to interrupt the story. He said, um, "He said, I'm out. Bad connection and can't understand anything at, at all for the last ten minutes. Love you too, Chris B." Right. And then he says something else. He says, "Hold on, stand by." He says, "Oh, dopey music." And he sends some music. Bunch of music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was good. That's an hour, dude. We hit an hour. Hold on, though. Before mm-hmm. we go, um, I would like uh, you to read an email. Let's do it in the beginning of the next one. We do this all the time. <laughs> we just don't fuck. We ignore the emails. Should we do it now? Yeah. Why just get one out there. I'm all right. We got to read. We got to. We have to read Leah's because Leah um, felt insulted. I thought we did read hers. You know. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. What do you know? Very little. I know Filipinos <laughs> can't handle acid. I don't want to generalize based on this small sample size. Dude, I think your comedy could take off. You have I like your voice and your mannerisms, which is a huge thing, you know? What's your comedy about? I it's all self deprecating about how perfect <laughs> women don't I mean, I guess at this point it's about being an old single person. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is about women don't like you? Is Generally, that- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell a joke, Dave. Tell event. Uh, Vinny, tell a joke. Tell a joke? Yeah. I don't know. My favorite joke that I have right now is, yeah, yeah okay, uh, opposites attract. I do believe opposites attract because I know that many times in my life I have been attracted to several women who feel the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. That's, Come a on, good that's one. funny. That's a good Give one. I like it. There's not that much that's uh, No, you, I remember the last, time, the last time I saw you, there was one really funny bit you had, but I don't remember what it was. Hold on. What are we doing now? I'm we really looking for an email. Am I doing the? I'm doing the original Leah email. No, the, the follow up email. No, because she said she wanted us to read her email. All right. I fucking could have sworn we read this email. 
Listen, she would know. Oh, you yeah. don't. You okay. have severe mental illness. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. I, dude, I read this one. I'm pretty sure. Let's hear it. I'll let you know. Okay. Hey, guys. I just found your podcast, and I think it's great. I do think I would... I fucking read this one. Dude. Read it a little more. Okay. Hey, guys. I just found your podcast, and I think it's great. I do think I would feel guilty telling my friends that I listen to it, though. The idea of not glorifying the past, which I'm not saying is what you're doing, and not swapping war stories that I heard in treatment still holds weight, I guess. But I do think the content is hilarious and objectively don't see anything wrong with it. Furthermore, from a recovery point of view, it does help to keep some of the more horrific stories green, right? It's also refreshing to hear about some of the more obscure substances that you guys abused. I got sober seven years ago, and at the time, I was a vet tech at a small local veterinary hospital and was stealing and shooting all kinds of weird, random stuff from there. Chris, this sounds like the girl of your fucking dreams. Buddy. Well, I think that's why she's emailing, you know, she heard my thing. Yeah, but I wasn't even, eh, whatever. I was in charge of keeping up with inventory there for a while, too, before getting totally busted. Fun times until it wasn't. I was also training and showing horses and got into a bunch of those tranquilizers, too. Anyway, having lived in smaller towns most of my life, it's rare that I get to hear of people using some of the same weird shit that I was. Telazol, that was one of the ones. I was trying to get ketamine, and there was this, this uh, thing called telazol. I had an ex that worked in a vet, veterinary uh, thing, and I'd shoot that and fall asleep. Anyways, why are there only odd-numbered episodes? Am I missing the even ones? It doesn't sound like it from the references you're making. Finally, stop worrying about how long the episodes are. The stories are captivating enough to hold the listener's attention, and constantly pointing out what minute you're on pulls me out of the story. It's not like it's a meeting. No one's going to get pissed if you go over time. Keep it up. P.S. Obviously, my email isn't anonymous. It was either this one or my work email, so I went with this. Please respect the 12th tradition. We're trying. Not fully succeeding. We're pretty good. We're pretty good. We're all right with it. The 12th tradition is um, it's meaning anonymous. To all new uh, listeners... Uh, we don't have even numbered episodes for the first twelve, something like that. Because Dave had to delete his greatest hits. And to new listeners, you should listen to the old episodes because those are the greatest hits. Which ones? Just the beginning. We went through like now all my stories are little quips now, but those are like the longer ones that had like some sort of flow to it. I still have like tons of shit that we had to talk about on here. What, you, what do you? You just said five different things at once. What are you talking about? You got to be with me. It's snappy. Uh, Come did on. You understand what you just said? He didn't say yes. Yeah. yeah, he's like go back and listen to the old episode. There you right. go. But, he understood. But we, so, but tell him why we had to tell him this. Oh, we had to delete him because um, two things. One, because Dave's um, fiance and baby's mom um, thought that uh, he shouldn't air some of his more personal details, even though they're anonymous, um, for myriad reasons. And two, because Dave's sponsor got upset with one of the episodes uh, that we aired, <laughs> and we had to delete it. Yes, yeah. and those. So, if you're wondering, that's why we don't have those uh, episodes. And I'm thinking maybe I'm going to retell those stories in a different way, so mm-hmm. that we can get away with having them. Because I miss I miss having my stories. Well, we'll put the brakes on certain parts of it. Sounds good. Yeah. And Vin, I think you were wonderful. Oh, I think it, I think it was touch and go here and there, but once the whips came out, the, yeah. everything came <laughs> to fruition. Well, we stopped talking on the speakerphone. I think yeah, it was a, it was too much. You guys back. blame Brad? No, no it's not me. You blame you. Me? You keep looking at the phone, and it was so distracting. You kept asking Brad questions when he didn't want to be asked questions. I miss Brad being on the line because you right saw now. once you saw going, Dave starts paying attention, and then he gets into the story, and then you get the real Dave. But when the phone was buzzing, it was distracting. Who's the real Dave? 
when you're listening. You're the you, real Dave. Oh, uh, when I listen, I'm more of the real Dave than when I'm not listening. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And like, you know, you know, I, you know, I, I was talking to a, a friend of mine today who just started listening to Dopey and he only listened to the first one. Didn't your friend, one of your other friends, listen to like all of them in two days? Or yeah, something? Aaron listened to all of them. I don't think I could listen to myself that long, or he, you. He's, he's not listening to himself. He's listening to me. No, I'm saying, were I to be a different human being, oh, I don't think I could God. listen to us that much. You don't listen. That's not. That's not. <laughs> I couldn't. But I couldn't listen to anybody. I could listen to Howard Stern like that. I do. Wait, one other thing from Vinny. Who's mm-hmm. your favorite comedians? Uh, Steve Martin. I grew up listening to Steve Martin. I am going to see Steve Martin in the Hamptons on Sunday night. Doing banjo. He does banjo music now. Yeah. Well, I went to Steve Martin, Martin Short. Uh, They're doing like a tour like two months ago. And then this Sunday, I'm going to the Hamptons. And I don't know what it is. My sister just said we got you a ticket to see Steve Martin. Oh, I'm going to the Hamptons and seeing Steve. Drinking your Perrier. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I've always been a Pellegrino guy. So, I mean, I don't know about that. that really well. Stick with it. Perfect. Yeah. So, so Chris, keep going. This, you're, this is an important thing. What? Oh. Chris likes oh, to hang out so in the Steve comedy cellar. Oh, yes. We'll do that another time. No. Should we do it now? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, so what I've been trying to do to get comedians such as yourself to come on, mm-hmm. I go to Comedy Cellar a lot. I love it. I think it's like fucking medicine, you know, basically going to Comedy Cellar. Yeah, the Comedy Cellar is, I think, the best club Dude, in I the city. The talent that gets up there is totally. just awesome A-plus every time. Yeah. I actually dropped acid once before I went to Tom- Comedy Cellar, and it is not a fun place to trip, especially when you're trying to hide it from your girlfriend. It is like high energy because it's so tight. The McDougal one at the Underground, it is so fucking uh, – like it's just high energy and packed, and I'm tripping and mm-hmm. trying to hide it. It just wasn't good. Yeah. And you're like on top of the person next to you. They're on a small room. Do you they remember won't why you brought this up? Mm-hmm. Oh, I brought this up because I'm trying to – we want to get some comedians on the show. So what I've been doing is – messaging the comedians from uh, Comedy Cellar and asking them if they'll come on. And uh, some of them respond. Uh, in particular, I want to get Nick Griffin on here. Nick Griffin is hilarious. You know who that is? Mm, if I saw He's like my favorite comedy comedian that I've seen there. And like, I don't think he's everyone's favorite, but it's like the same thing I said. His mannerisms and delivery are so fucking good. They're like right on spot. And his whole like stick is like, Shtick, shtick. It's just like he's like kind of like he's like sort of like depressed. It's like it's like a depressed commentary about his depressing life. Well, he's just like he had one thing about like this soup, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I had soup last night for dinner. He's like, you ever read the directions on soup? He's like, it says heat and stir. He's like, (laughs) might as well say heat and stir. Loser. <laughs> yeah, but he's fucking hilarious. I want to get him on it. And his other bit. His other bit. Well, this is his other one. Oh, the stairs. Yeah. He's like, uh, he, he, you can look him up, and he has a. He's been on the Tonight Show or something like a bajillion times, and he has his videos for that, which are pretty funny. And this isn't one of them, but like when I've seen him live, he's been even better. But one of them, he's like, yeah, he's like, I live on like a a fifth floor walk up, and he's like. And I have a tiny apartment. He's like, even by Manhattan standards, like, it's really tiny. He's like, so he's like, I walk up five flights of stairs. He's like, and I'm exhausted. He's like, and then I open the door. He's like, and I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Nick, he's good. Nick's written us back. 
Nick's like, because uh, well, I gave a shout out. We should have gave a shout out in the beginning yeah. because if I, oh, you know who just texted me? Nick Griffin, Andy Dick's manager. Shut the oh. fuck up! Oh what yeah. Right? Um, he said, "Yup." Shut up. <laughs> no, not to have him on it. Just uh, I'm Dopey Nation. We are emailing Andy Dick and seeing if he can get on the show. And this week. Exclusively on the Dopey no, Nation. No, we don't know yet. Look for no, 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 we don't, the no, East no, Side. No, 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 no. I don't want you to announce it yet. You're no so stupid. No announcing it. No, seriously. You're so I'm, stupid. I'm dead serious. I swear. No, I'm. I'm no, no, no. I'm vetoing. You, know, you this. don't even know because we don't even know if he's going to be on. Number yet. one, nobody knows who he is. Number one, and number two, his name is so funny. It's worth saying a million times. The East Side Crackhead is coming on Dopey this week. And if he doesn't come on, that's funny too. The East Side Crackhead didn't make it to Dopey this week. Yeah, look him up on Instagram. Mm, yeah. we, we call him Crackhead. You don't know if he's going to come on or not. And his manager's name is Big Time. Yeah, I've been talking to Big Time. He seems like a good guy. I like him. Yeah, so look look for the East Side Crackhead and Big Time this week on Dopey. and uh, Next week. This week... Um, uh, we will have Vinny. So I was talking to my friend this morning. <laughs> or while you're listening. This week. <laughs> so, so, so I was talking to my friend. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Back up. Just fucking please, for once, this episode, will you do the Brenda? No. Please. No. Come on. Hey, no, Brenda, Brenda, can I pee tomorrow? No, it's not funny. It's come not on, please. Funny. I love it, dude. I live for that. What do you mean? Just say it. Why? Because it makes me laugh. It won't hey, now, Brenda. It's got hey, all Brenda, can up. I pee tomorrow? <laughs> Is that how you say it? You want your chance. <laughs> see what you're doing. I'm Tom Sawyer in you. Is that what it is? <laughs> hey, Brenda, can I pee tomorrow? I'm not doing it. But, but check it out. So I was talking to my friend this morning. Now I want to do it, but I know it's going to be not that good if <laughs> I do, do it. it. No, do I'm it. not doing Just it. Just dance, monkey. Wow, that's love, <laughs> love. But listen, this is important. All right. I was uh, I was talking to my friend this morning, and he started listening to Dopey. Listen to the first one, the Turkey episode. And at the end of the episode, I think I say something like, "If you want to do drugs, do drugs." Yeah, we were a much different message in the beginning. It was like, oh, "It's yeah. fine if you're doing them." Yeah. And he said we should end every episode like that. You know why? Because he's a stoner, just like Vinny. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to end it like. You can't end it like that. But, like, there's also, like, and I don't think this is what he meant, but there's, like, a philosophical thing there. It's like some people can handle drugs or <clears throat> people are doing drugs and they're not ready. I'm not for telling someone to stop. I'm for, like, when they might be like, I think I have a problem and I want to stop. I'm like, well, let's talk more about that. I think it might be time for Vinny to stop so he can get his life back on track. All he does is work a day in a hardware store for Christ's sake. What are you watching on TV these I think days? you're jealous, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not jealous. I think there's a twinge of jealousy. No, no, no. None? Dave gets mad at me. He doesn't like the laziness. I'm disappointed. <laughs> well, okay, maybe a little Let bit. Let me ask jealous. you a different question. Did he ever pay you back that $50? Yes, he did. He made it, as soon as he, he's like, I did. He didn't remember doing it, yeah. but he believed me, and he paid me back. How, 10 years later, did you charge him interest? No. I mean, if there was a vig on that, that'd be a lot. I had, it, honestly, I'd written it off. And so it was never going to come back. So I was. But I gave it back immediately. I was happy. Yeah, as soon as he learned that he did that, he handed it right back to me. What do you think about that? That's the most redeeming thing I've ever done. Did he give you two percent interest to account for inflation? No, it's okay. uh, I I think I I bought yearly compounded. You might have bought me a sandwich. I think I I bought him a a sandwich. You're a rat that day. I think you're right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So there you go. You're and a jerk. You know that? <laughs> Are you talking about 2%? And you want me to say Brenda? No, no. Brenda, Brenda 
Do I have to do my take home today? That's not how you did it. <laughs> hey, Glenda, should, can I pee tomorrow? <laughs> Maybe work these bits out in advance. And yeah. It'll be nice and... Uh, oh, no. wait, wait, wait. We <laughs> forgot one thing and then we got to wrap it up. All right. <laughs> so uh, I remember that um, Dave got super excited. He did some stand-up and he's done uh, stand-up twice and he was really good the first time. And then the second time, I guess he sucked and Vinny was there. Yes. Well, that's why Dave <laughs> got back in touch with me again because he had heard that I was doing stand-up and he wanted to go yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> And do open mics and stuff. Yeah. yeah. How did he suck? I mean, like, was it just like crickets? Well, I don't know if you've ever been to an open mic. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It's a some... miserable experience most of the time. I like so that, So when though. he had told me the story about how everybody was reacting and laughed. And I won the chip. Stuff, <laughs> I remember I won and the And, like, won the chip. I, like, won. That's, I won. Well, that's Didn't you say anonymous. this sounds like a Narcotics Anonymous meeting or something? Um, Wasn't you some bit about that or something? I think that was that was when I bombed. Oh, I think it was when I bombed. Yeah, well, when you did when the I, original, when I raged, mm-hmm. when I when killed, killed. I, I did my blue cheese bit, which I still haven't done on Dopey. Yeah, and I well, first I started out by saying, and I was a little bit drunk and stoned. I was like, I'm a little bit drunk and stoned, but that's cool because I'm a heroin addict. And then you have that messed up. Letter from your cleaning. Lady. Oh no! But first, then I did the blue cheese story, which is always. Oh, I know the times. cleaning. Le- have you done that in here? The cleaning light. Le- I lost lady the letter. letter. No, but have you letter. told her? Have you told it on Dopey? I think you did. What the cleaning letter? Cleaning lady letter. It's really hard to say that. No, cleaning lady letter. I never did because I lost the letter. Yeah, but what it said though, you can just say what it said. That was hilarious. The cleaning lady letter was ridiculous. Yeah. Should we do I mean, that on the next one? Sure. All right. Um, but uh. But so I, I told say that them, three times. Cleaning lady letter. Cleaning lady letter. Cleaning lady letter. Cleaning lady. Hey letter. Brenda, can mm-hmm. I pee tomorrow? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> might I pee tomorrow? <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> hey Brenda. No. Um, so so I did the I did the fucking blue cheese and I did the cleaning lady letter. The cleaning lady letter is just. Uh, I was a drug addict and I was paying a cleaning lady because I had. I, because I needed my house to be clean. And uh, when she left, she left me this letter on this gigantic piece of paper. Huge, like child's art paper yeah. in, in crayon, right? Yeah. Or something. And, 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 it, it said, <laughs> David, um, you, you left your poop in the toilet, and then I tried to plunge it out, and the plunger broke, and then I got poop all over my hands. It was disgusting. <laughs> also, could you please stop leaving used condoms around the bed? I'd really appreciate it. Oh my god, dude! There was something else, maybe. Yeah, I it went. Funny. It was. I mean, the whole thing was pretty damn funny. But basically, yeah, it's like you're a disgusting. Yeah, it was. Bag, it was yeah, like I can't clean Ooh. under these conditions. And I was like, I, but after I killed, I was like, I'm gonna go back. You thought um, you were a natural. You I thought, was this an is natural. Easy. I'm going to take the comedy world by storm. Yeah, I was like, no. Problem. I don't even need to prepare material. Yeah. I'm just gonna go up there, and people are gonna like me because people like me. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. And I and I'm to look. I'm not saying I don't want to burst. Is like. Well, that's kind of what we're hoping for, Dopey. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I don't want to forget. There's no preparation here. No, so so fucking. I get on stage, and then, and, and, like, and this one, and like Vinny, we were low down on the list, and it's like we had to wait through a lot of time. I did that time too, though. Yeah, I guess you always do. But Vinny, Vinny, was I want like, to hear it from Vinny. But Vinny mm-hmm. said to me, "He's not going to even remember. He's just stone." I don't <laughs> get stone before I go. On Vinny, stage. Vinny says, "He says, Dave, 
maybe you should just do exactly what you did last time if it worked. That's what comedians do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. That's yeah. what comedians do. And, and I was like, the same thing? No. No, he didn't even have a letter. Do you remember? Tell me. Tell I remember him. you, like, you made fun of the hostess. And that doesn't get a good response yeah. usually. And then you got mad at people for not laughing, which is another thing that doesn't generally oh, get a good response. And then you were just angry. I don't remember what you See, said. Yeah, I remember what happened. Exactly. What happened? Yeah, you remember yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, I was still waiting for my spot. So I was. Thinking so you were like thinking about your spot. Yeah, yeah. that's all I ever do. In there. I get on stage and I'm like, oh, I start talking about where I work. And I talked about my web series, and I just thought that would be funny for some reason, but it wasn't funny. Yeah. And then I'm like, why aren't you guys laughing? And then, like, some woman takes out her iPad, and I'm like, why did you take out your iPad? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to respect the space, you know? And then somebody else, like, walked through, and I was like, that's it. I was like, you got to sit down. Like, it was just like. And they didn't even laugh because like that could even be funny, you know. At no point was there any sound, no sound, zero. That would just be a like a stab in the heart if that was me. And then and then and then to end it, I make fun of the hostess because mm-hmm. the hostess was not funny, yeah. and she was but doing she was doing a character of some kind, like a, yeah, yeah. And, but and I start doing the character. I was like, you think that's funny? Yeah. I was like, you know, I was, dude, Vinny, the best is Dave goes. I go see Dave speak at a AA meeting in Brooklyn. You know, he was like one of the main speakers. I do it where like you know two or three people get up and like share the thing, and then okay. the people like talk in the audience. So I go with him in Brooklyn and he speaks and this is like a few months ago and afterwards the first thing he says to me is like, did I get any laughs? <laughs> Maybe you are a comedian, man. But you I did get laughs. So I did get laughs. And then he's like, well, then like we were with another guy and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he did. He's like, he made me laugh. And Dave's like, was it a belly laugh? <laughs> you, you've got the need. You've got the want of the community. All right. All right. Goodbye. Thank right, you for listening good. to yeah, Joe Fan. Say goodbye, Vinny. Goodbye, Vinny. Say toodles. Toodles. Don't toodles. say. No, don't stop it. Don't stop it. Before we go, just wanted to say uh, thanks for listening to the Dopey Nation and stay strong, Dopey Nation. <laughs> Why'd you do that, man? <laughs> what do you mean? We have a thing about that. I know we do. The thing is not to do it. Why would you do that? I thought it was a good end note. And Denise had written Drop an us email. a uh, review. Shut up. <laughs> do you remember when Denise wrote that email about how disgusting that is? Yeah, you told me that I shouldn't cater to our guests, or our listeners. Yeah, but you I said don't... I'm too much of a people pleaser. I'm trying to break the mold. But I also said that the only person that you don't want to please is me, and you know that I hate the burping more than anybody. <laughs> All right. So, Nasty. Hold on. Vin, what do you think about that? I don't think you should burp. It's gross, Yeah, right? it's a little gross. It's really wow, gross. Sorry, guys. That's okay. It was an accident. You should have, like, a mute button for when you have to. I think we should back it up and erase this. No, it was an accident. You ruined the whole end of the show. That's fine. It's not okay. What are people's favorite part of the show? When you tell me I ruined the show. So we're ending with their favorite part. Yeah, we got it in there. (laughs) All right, so uh, please, Dopey Nation, drop us. Stay strong. Stay strong for one. For two, drop us a review on iTunes if you feel inclined. Because Chris uh, thinks that's going to do something. No, the, the internet told me so. But more importantly, <laughs> you should stay strong. Yeah, stay strong, Dopey Nation. Anything else, Vinny? Stay strong, Dopey Nation. All righty, toodles. You toodles. said that and you burped. I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. 
Until I get some money in my pocket Then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood But I want to be good so bad want to be so good, so bad, so bad I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had And I want to take a ride up in the sky Watch this aeroplane just pass me by And I want to see a Lear jetliner take a dive Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive But I want to be good so bad Want to be so good, so bad, so bad I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had